that's good to be back. We're going to get things back on track now. Don't get an inkling that this podcast is on the way out. No, this podcast is never going to die. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to bring that out. No, Dan's made a fucking mockery of this once great podcast. But, um... <laughs> Maybe we'll have to legislate Dan's relationship. <laughs> Dan, you know what to do. Yes, back again. Just what you thought you needed. A bunch of people talking about shit that you don't care about. Woo! So, someone, good intro, Dom. Thank you, I just thought of it then. I'm pretty glad you mostly handle the intros now. Yeah, no, I'm are you, good at them. Are you still in Wellington, um, Dom? I can see there's that same car. I'm here for the rest of my fucking life. I'm never leaving. Oh. I'm just going to stay in this oh. hotel room oh. until I commit suicide. I'm not going to over to Australia now that we have a Dreams Tasman Bible. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? As I the believe 19. it when it happens. Don't you reckon it sort of seems... Oh. It seems like we're playing with fire, playing with fire, mm. you know? Yeah. yeah. Are you going to come and visit us, Todd? Then we can do a podcast all in person. Yep, I'll bring COVID back, give it to all of you guys. Then <laughs> <laughs> we can do the COVID podcast. Just I don't think, you don't need to bring it back, it's already trending. Fuck, I'm sweet. They won't even mention me in the media because of my um, fair skin. <laughs> uh, they'll just be they'll just be like ret- return traveller uh, brings 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 COVID back to New Zealand. They'll be like, oh, oh. No, I reckon, I reckon your um, convictions might might get you a mention. Yeah, but I'm, I'm yeah, not, absolutely. And your face tattoo, it's like you're an honorary brown person. Yeah, I'm not poor anymore. I'm um, never was <laughs> never was brown. Uh, yeah, we'll if you see. own property, they're definitely not going to mention you. No, exactly. It's got a ridiculous car, though. What kind of ridiculous? It's basically property. Oh, he paid push like. Push to start. What's that? Push to oh, start. Oh, yeah, he just pushes hey. a button and it just starts up. Ooh, okay, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. What is it, like a hammer or something? Nah, nah, hell no. What's <laughs> <laughs> that? Well, between you and Dom, isn't it like the aspiration of every rapper to own a hammer? Or is that. I me? bet. I bet on the picture I shared today of oh, me and Savage. I was just to say that. <laughs> I, wa- I bet I wanted a Hummer at that point in my life. Absolutely. A stretch Hummer filled with scantily clad women. Yeah. Was, yeah. That photo, I was just like, Savage looks cool there. I, I definitely don't look cool. Um, and I just thought about the struggle of um, trying, to be, trying to be cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I don't think I'd even recognize you in that picture. That's a <laughs> really nice thing, a thing of you to say. Hey, um, welcome back. Fuck, you uh, think you don't look cool in, in that photo? I, I got sent some photos of me from the same time, and I was like, ooh, it was a lot worse than your photo. Oh, thank Show you. us, Tom. Thank you also. What's that? Show right, us. Um, Are there I'll pictures of you cleaving to D-list New Zealand celebrities? Like you hanging on the arm of like, I don't know. Fuck, I, I was um, a fucking D-list celebrity then. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Colleen Savage a D-list celebrity? If, if we'd had any foresight, Dom, we would have got like pictures with Fast Crew back in the day. Imagine how awesome, <laughs> how, how good that you, that could be to laugh at today. Do, do you mean you instead of trying, your, to, um, trying to beat them up, Dom? Nah, it's gone. I can't find it. That's devastating. I know it sucks, man. I had a good look too. Idiot. Kaya, how old did you turn the other day? We had a little debate. Oh yeah, guess. I Dom, said twenty-five. Yeah, 25. I said tw- 25. Oh, Dom was right. Dom was yep. correct. I said 26, but I meant 25. That's what I meant. It's totally that's what I meant. Yep. You're, you're practically <laughs> just born. Now I know why that... When I was younger, when I was younger that, um, that, fra- 
that I wasn't born yesterday phrase used to sound confusing to me, but as an old person, I get it. <laughs> I feel like wow. it's pretty self-explanatory. Well, what did you understand? Well, you know, I thought it was like, it was more hyperbolic than I do today. Oh, okay. You feel it yeah. more now. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that was yesterday, 25 years ago. I was going to say, what do you think middle age is, 85? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I personally think real it, good, it's real good, Dom. Look at Dom. Thank you. Oh, well, look at that bucket hat. You look European. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You look cute there. Very yeah. French. Wow, wee wee. Wee wee. Well, Euro trash was kind of a thing, right, in the late 90s, early 2000s, like frosted tips. Bucket hats, crap rock, I don't know. Frosted I think it was tips, late, I reckon frosted tips are quite cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The 25-year-old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do, you guys want, do you guys want a chilly update? Dan, can you play the sting? He's so cute, he's so exciting, he's so fluffy and he's really violent. It's chilly, it's chilly, he'll attack you, he'll attack your baby, he's more and orange and really crazy, it's chilly. So chilly still has to wear the um, cone because he's still got an infected foot. Um, oh no, he sucks. whines all night, so then Maya's been trying to put a sock on him, but then he's been biting her when she tries to put the sock on. Wait, put so a I think sock it's been quite a hard time mouth. for everyone. Over his mouth. Oh, no, you mean on his foot, not on his, like, to muzzle him, to stop him from whining. <laughs> Same. I was like, I've got these PCA on speed dial. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> and that was our chilly news for the week. Nice. Good. Uh, when we... sing again, Dan. <laughs> when we first started the podcast back, I, I just knew, because, like, chilly was a new addition to Dom's life since the last time we'd done the podcast, and I was just like, oh, my God, there's going to be so much, like... He's going to want the picture to be chilly. <laughs> He's going to want to talk about chilly for about half an hour each episode. Like at the, the previous time we did the po- podcast, when we first started it, his um, most recent thing was his girlfriend, Christina, and he'd like either talk about her on the podcast or text her while we were podcasting. Um, Sometimes I'd sing her songs on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. That's so romantic, though. That's lovely. That is kind of cute. Yeah. I would kill for that sort of affection. (laughs) I mean, that's... Sure, awesome. (laughs) Don't... (laughs) You're not dead. (laughs) Oh, come on now, Sam. (laughs) You're so young to give up. Jesus Christ. You must must have heaps of talking points for us, Kaya, since you've been away for... Oh, yeah, so many. 25 25 years. (laughs) 25 years. Yeah. Um... Yes, well, no, nah, I just actually did see something on Twitter just before I went to the gym um, about that Labour MP who's put a bill through Parliament trying to um, repeal the Liquor Act so you can buy alcohol on Easter and Christmas Day. Yeah, And there's, like, God. really conflicted opinions about it because it's, like, obviously that's stupid, like, that we fucking, like, have that rule because of religion, but then mm. is that, like, the wisest use of a politician's time when it's mm. like really has <clears throat> fuck all effect. Yeah, yeah. That's, you're right. Yeah, it is pretty trivial compared to I don't know our housing crisis. Or yeah, well, that's what like I like hate Easter, like the fact that we celebrate it because of like religion. But then it's like I like it's nice that everything has to be shut. Like I mm. reckon that's good. We should just celebrate it for a different reason. Yeah, I almost yeah, cried blood when I realized. My my thing on this is like. 
each year it's a really good reminder that I'm not not good at forethought. Um, <laughs> I get I get taken by surprise by each year, and I'm like, I oh, told you really need to get your shit together. You need to use a calendar and um plan ahead for for things. So, yeah. It was awful. I went to a barbecue on Sunday and I'd forgotten to get alcohol. Another before. fucking barbecue. I know. It's, it's barbecue, New Zealand. It's not even it's, summer anymore. It's still hot though. Like I, I'm sweating like a hog right now. It's humid as shit. I can't even remember the last time I went to a barbecue. Well, I went to on a Sunday been to the summer? and I forgot to get boot literally every weekend. And the peak of summer, like two a week. It's, it's exhausting. I started, yeah, I started lying to people. I was like, oh, I can't make it. Sorry. I was so busy. Well, I mean, I am busy, but I mean, I'm not so busy. I can't go to a fucking barbecue, but I just didn't want to go anymore. <laughs> Are you that confident anyway, your friends listen to this podcast? I went to this one on Sunday and I forgot to get alcohol on, on like Friday or no, Thursday or Saturday, the days when the supermarkets were open. So I had to scrounge in the house and all I could find was this hideous bottle of blue curacao and another bottle of blueberry soju. And so I just had to make these disgusting blue drinks that tasted like rancid bubble gum. And literally, I still feel like I have diabetes. And I had those drinks like, what, three days ago. Yeah, hideous. Just hideous. Blueberry is hideous. Soju, soju is okay, isn't it? It's yeah, but I was, in my head, I was like, oh, we're going to make fun cocktails and they're going to be yeah. delicious. And they were revolting. They were absolutely <laughs> revolting. About three years ago, I drove up to my dad's, but because I'm essentially an unemployed person, I didn't realize it was the Easter holidays. And I got, and I was like, oh, I'll just buy shit when I get up to um, Dargaville. And I get there and the supermarket's closed, of course. Oh, so I get to my God. dad's house. He's got no food. All he's got is meat and no alcohol. And so then he's like, oh, well, no, we'll go see, go see my mate next door. He'll give us some alcohol. And we get there and he's fucking gutting a pig and turning into sausages. And the, like, there's sausage meat just pouring all over the sawdust and the floor. And he's like chickens running around. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, don't worry. I've got a box of something. And he gave us a box of warm rattlers. And so, and because my dad's oh, wow. got no fridge or nothing, this we just had to go like back and drink the warm. Bread. I know it sounds like uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something, but it's, a, it's just, did you say Dargle? I believe that. Uh, <laughs> just outside of Dargle. Just outside of Dargle, okay. Rattlers also. What sort of, oh, man. What sort of fucking, what sort of man that like pulls the guts out of live pigs with his hands drinks a fucking Rattler? Who is this prick? I don't know. <laughs> now my dad's prick? got a friend who makes his own um, rum. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, no. Nah. It's brutal, too. I got drunk on it one time. I only drank a couple of glasses, and I started shaking, and then I passed out. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, my God. Did you have alcohol poisoning? Did you have to have your stomach pumped, or you all good? There's no, you can't get your stomach pumped up in Donnelly's Crossing. <laughs> um, die well, they could, the they could improvise room. something, you know, like a bit of, of piping. A bike pump? I don't know. There Who was, here said uh, their stomach pumped? No. Nah. I've never had it pumped. Nah. Fuck none of us. Dan. Dan, nah. you've been very quiet over there. I'm typing <laughs> up that quote. It's have all right if you have, pump, Dan. Dan. I can't believe Dan hasn't it's had a, a stomach pump. You it's know a safe space here, Dan. You know you used to go to those raves on like the farmland out in Nelson? and. <laughs> I think they're called duffs. A duff. Yeah, a duff. I love a duff. Oh, thank you, back. <laughs> Thank there was um there was some excellent Easter activities in my neighborhood. A um a man stabbed his brother and then ran him over. And oh. then yeah, the police came. Uh they chased him up through my neighborhood. He crashed his car. He got out, went at the cops with a knife, stole their car. And uh, what were the, the cops doing? I don't know. He stole their car. I'm Holy not shit. I'm not sure. But they the cops chased, are quite small in Australia. They are real small. Um, they, so they chased him again in their car, 
or they had another car. But or they got was, in his car. Yeah. But he, he, was, he was in their car. It's like the it Keystone get, Cops. It get, <laughs> You're it like, we fucking steal your car. <laughs> it gets fucking funnier, man. So he crashed the cop car into like three other cars and then ran away on foot. They released the dogs on him and the dogs bit the police officers. <laughs> <laughs> so, nah, it's true, man. Look it up. Look it up. Look up um, Police Chase and Cal Calo uh, Mikulam, if anyone doesn't believe me. Uh, Police and Chase descends in the comedy <laughs> of errors. Sounds like yes. a movie about the mini. What is it? The old ass. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so they, they eventually get the guy, right? But a, a couple of cops have to go to the hospital along with the, the guy. Yeah, um, but but so it was posted on Facebook and I was like, oh man, I wanted to like crack a joke on it. And then there was just all these people defending the police again. I was like, hold on. Like, you you know, usually, usually when people are like demanding reverence for the police on Facebook, there's like, they haven't like lost their own car and been bitten by their own dogs. And I was like, oh, <laughs> kind, you, want, you want me to take these guys seriously and give them respect? There's nothing, nothing to fucking respect here, less than usual. And also just the fact that they're releasing like these savage yeah. dogs into the public that don't even know, like they, they're always telling you how well trained they are. And they fucking yeah, like Clearly not, cops. clearly not. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, we've got a shit job to start with and they can't even do their shit job. Maybe the cop had like a piece of jerky in their pocket and they totally forgot and the dog just kind of like went for it. I've got a good good quote about dogs actually I just saw on RNZ um, just before I got on here. Um, So the picture, um, this is a picture of a poodle covered in mud and the, the quote is, packs of up to 15 feral dogs have forced a temporary closure of tracks in a campground in the far north. It is yet unclear how dangerous they are. <laughs> it's a That's boot. great. That's a classic. <laughs> classic. Is, it, uh, is that for real? It's on. It's on RNZ. I mean, they might be bullshitting oh. you. You never know. I suppose. So was it? Was it around the first of April? Because it could potentially have been an April Fool's thing. No, twenty-nine minutes ago. It says here. Okay, no, it's legit. Then it's legit. Breaking news, pretty much. Yeah, I feel the like fucking... RNZ of all media outlets is quite trustworthy. Mm. Well, that's horrifying. Then, I mean, rabid dogs are kind of organizing. <laughs> are they evolving? Is this like like a moment this in, in the Terminator before Skynet where they're like, oh shit, something's happening. Like the machines become sentient and they're about to take over. And this is that moment, but with dogs. Do you think it's because no less? It's because DMX is dying. <laughs> oh. What? Why is DMX dying? He it sounds like Arrested. that. Actually. Yeah. Sam, how do you oh, not what? know this? I don't, I don't follow DMX. Why would I follow DMX? He had a heart attack and he's in a vegetative state, which makes Why me would I know that? Sad. I was listening to Fiona Apple on the gym. Why the fuck would I know what DMX is up to? You know what I mean? Like, Jesus. Fiona <laughs> Apple was diametrically opposed to DMX, I, <laughs> yeah. I think. I love Fiona. I've actually, today I was listening to the whole way through, um, listening to that most recent album the whole way through because I hadn't done that yet. That feature the bolt cutters and it's fucking lit. And now we, we're what finding out. I can't get into it, eh? I don't know. I, like, I know everyone rates it, but it's not my vibe. That's Are you talking fair. about Fiona I know. Apple or DMX? Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple. Fiona She's Apple pretty sucks. jazzy. Really? I love her. I like how oh, pissed off she is. You're the first person I've heard say that, Dom. 
Yeah. What kind of people are you hang out with? I mean, not nothing to you, Sam, but they listen to Fiona Apple. It's me. As as um as a lot of sad lesbians, okay? A lot of sad lesbians who love Fiona Apple. And I get it. As I Sam feeds us breadcrumb breadcrumb after breadcrumb of what he does at the gym. So the last thing was the last <laughs> thing was like thing. Yeah. I still think about that every yeah. day. Well, now I've, I'm, I read it. I'm getting more of a picture. He's got the butt plug. He's listening to, <laughs> say, Slow Like Honey by Fiona crying? Apple. Crying? Crying. Cracking clandestine sniffs of the yeah. air while I'm on the bike. Like. Real sad, real horny on the Stairmaster. <laughs> oh, shit. I've actually, I'm yet to wear the plug while I'm on the bike. It only occurred to me that that's more logical than What else did you say that I you run. listened to? At the gym. Uh, oh, I listened to Golden Horse at the gym yesterday, which is oh, bizarre, I know. I oh, know, no, you I know. Said, no, it was you watched, or no, you listened to, um, what was it, like meditation porn? Nah, um, hypnosis porn. Meditation. Oh, the, the, the hypnosis you? videos. Yeah, that's definitely that? me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I, I love that shit. There's like a weird, you can find heaps of weird, like, hypnosis video stuff on Twitter. Palette, media palette. I know, I know. <laughs> who, who do you guys, who do you guys think is the saddest and simultaneously horniest artist of all time? Music. Um, Prince. I, Prince. Oh, what? Yeah, maybe Prince. But not sad enough. He's exuberant. He's not sad enough. Yeah. No, he's yeah. really sad, man. He's like an, yeah. a lo- like a little midget loner that walking around in his little mansion house making With music that he never released. He's joyous. His music's joyous. I don't yeah. think he's that guy. Yeah. He seemed, he I seemed think he's very uncontrolled. He's lonely when he died. Maybe. He's lonely when he died. because well, he didn't believe in the internet. It's like, you fucking idiot, get a Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Prince, would still be, Prince would still be alive if he'd got a Facebook account. <laughs> um, my, my, my nomination is Tony Braxton. Okay. Very sad, very horny. Mm. I don't Maybe know if I know Conan Moccasin? Conan Moxon, he's pretty sad. Mm. How horny is he, though? <laughs> he's quite horny. <laughs> but how horny is he? <laughs> really? On a scale of one to ten. I can't even think what Conan Moxon looks like. Scale of Dan I, to Sam. Scale of Dan to <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Why is Dan the absolute nadir of sexuality? Dan <laughs> lives in Are you outing him as an he's asexual? He's got to be somewhat horny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, um, I like my artist rock hard and teary eyed. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's actually hot. I'm like, yeah, that's hot. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'd ride that into the sunset. That sounds lovely. Oh, shit. Um Lana Dore is obviously really sad, but I don't think she's mm. particularly horny. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Get horny vibes from her. Nah. How do I get horny vibes? Hey, do you know, guess what? There's this boat that I walk past every day on my I'll send you a photo of the boat. I walk mm. past it every day on my way to the Rehearsals and this boat's really sad. You look how sad this boat is. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's like it's all just falling down, kind of tugboat, and it's just it's Tug, like it's falling off in, it. Tugboats are inherently sad, I think. Someone lives, sad. Someone oh, lives on it. Sad. Someone oh, lives on the boat. Um, and I walked past the other night, and then it was looked like they had they were lighting the boat with candles. Oh, yeah. Being it on fire. Being painted by BMD, though, so it's quite cool. That's yeah, pretty sick. Quite cool. I want to know its Actually, story. Uh, wait, Dan, which half of BMD painted it? Because one of them's sex pissed and the other one's yeah. good dude. I, don't know. I think it was D side. Yeah. yeah. 
we got to be clear here. Deeside is a good human being. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he, he better be because I've got a tattoo of his on my arm. No, he he re- really to get rid of it. Can verify he is a very good human. He came and did some work uh, on a program with us in Taranaki. He was awesome, man. Like, mm. yeah, and he gave heaps, and he didn't want anything in return. Um, he was real lovely. Yeah, and good vibes. Yeah, the paintings he's doing, the kids were great. Yeah, shit, shit. Hey, you know, like another segment of mine, um, <laughs> a podcast that a better than our one is oh, yeah. uh, Wheel of Misfortune. Wheel of Misfortune. Let me write that. It's down like these two comedians, a Scottish and this Irish woman, and it's like mm. like what the one episode I was listening to was about. Um, just basically about people shitting themselves. That's so funny because I'm thinking right now, I'm like, I really need to shit. Do I hold it in for the next 30 minutes or however long we have left of the podcast? <laughs> Do I announce that I desperately need to shit and go and shit? Um, I, numbers are up. You can go shit if you want. Numbers are up. Well, yeah. I'll be right back, guys. This is, right. I'll be right back. I have another podcast to add to a good, better podcast than this. Um, it's go. by the CBC and it's Uncover. They do like lots of ones, but this one's called It's Uncover Brainwashed and it's like about NK Ultra and like um Ooh. all the nice. fucked up like experiments they did in like Canada and shit. It's real good. Nice. We NK could NK Ultra's interesting, eh? We could yeah. just make this this podcast a podcast about other podcasts. Um yep. and our archive <laughs> I'm sure they exist. An archive of sorts. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does exist, eh? Do you know that Dan um Kaya used to had has done a sort of MK Ultra thing to himself? <laughs> where he took heaps of acid and he went in this um, the listeners probably already know about this story but VR, he went in the virtual, VR porno. virtual reality thing where he was stuck in a um, stuck in a cell and he said it was really unpleasant as a former listener I do cell. know this story that sounds like my words <laughs> it's really true that's what you said this is what happened we turned up to his house and he's all out of sorts and I said what's wrong with you and he said, oh, man, cool. I took heaps of acid and I got stuck in this room. And I was like, what room? And he's like, oh, well, it was a virtual reality room, but I couldn't get out of it. And I was like, you could have just taken the goggles off. And he said, well, I didn't think of that at the time. He was in there for eight hours. Um, mm, that does sound terrible. Speaking of um, hallucinogen, uh, I can't say anything today. Hallucinogens. I got this, you doing a podcast then. Yeah, I got, this, <laughs> I got this app the other day called Luminate, which is like a meditation app. But it does this light shit to your eyes and it's psychedelic. It's mm-hmm. fucking, it's quite intense. And I started. How's it making you feel? Is it working? Well, I started listening to heaps of, um, what's that rap group from New Zealand, Third Eye? Uh, I'm not no. <laughs> no, I haven't. That, sorry, sorry, that's a bad, bad joke. Um, it, yeah, it made me feel nice afterwards, but like, it got pretty intense at some points where I was like, oh, what's my brain? What's happening inside my brain right now? The flickering. You could be being initiated into some sort of like MK Ultra vibe. You just have no idea. And then you'll be out and about here a trigger and boom, you've muted three people. Did you hear us talking about MK Ultra before? No, you were away. Uh, no, you mean just right now when I was taking a shift? Yeah. No, I didn't yeah. hear anything. Ooh. No, I, I didn't hear that. That's crazy. We're all on the same wavelength. Wow, I can't believe that. It must be be MKUltra fucking with us. Dan, Dan, (laughs) we were talking about about that you got MKUltra'd. (laughs) Who got got MKUltra'd? Dan Dan MKUltra'd himself. You tell it the best, Dom. Man, I can't just tell it again. It's funny. He had virtual reality on acid for eight hours. Jesus. It's funny, we were talking about hypnosis fetishes, um, which are obviously a massive thing. 
And then if you head up some like hypnosis first chats, they are all like talking about NK Ultra and stuff. And it just seems like um, maybe part of the reason people find it so hot, maybe in like a less conscious way, is um, it's easier to sort of sexualize this inherently traumatic concept of like, you know, governments are like brainwashing people and creating like sleeper cells of agents with, with like lethal triggers than it is what? to actually look at that and and critique it and dismantle it or whatever. Well, you know, there's that book, Chaos, which again, we've probably talked about on here before, but that's all about how there's like really compelling evidence that Manson and all his followers were, or Manson in particular was a subject of MKUltra. Really? Hmm. And that's how he, um, and that, that all the family you know, that it wasn't just him, you know, because basically the story is that he's this low-life criminal. He reads um, how, that book, How to Influence People, Make Friends and Influence People. Yeah, And yeah. then, um, you know, suddenly knows how to fucking mind control people, but they're saying, like, well, what actually happened was he got picked up to be a subject of that and supplied with all this acid, and then the CIA were coming around and doing it with him and the um Well, the do you think or, the, the murder, the slayings, do you think they were some sort of, like... Um, that was some sort of government operation, like they were told to commit those murders, or yeah, and it's sort of like there's sort of it sort of seems like there's sort of some evidence that um, that that it was it wasn't just like you know like the the, the the common narrative is just it was just like random, you know, they happened to go to that yeah. house, but um, that just doesn't rub rub with me because I mean that the fucking like Roman Polanski, you know, if he's, he was just so high profile at the time. How could that possibly be? Wasn't it? I listened to an audio book about it and there was a guy who used to live at that house who was like a um, producer or something and he had like told Manson he was shit and like didn't want to produce his music and so that's what they think, Uh, why they think they went there. Nah, but then that's that's, that's, that's sort of like, the yeah, that's the sort of narrative that um, the lawyer who prosecuted Manson put forward but then that guy... Because um, he sort of said, oh, I never saw Manson again after a certain period of time. But there's like evidence that he was at the ranch, like post the slayings kind of thing. Oh, um, and that he's sort of wrapped up in too. But the one thing that they were saying is that the night before the murders, that same group of friends were at, um, what was the hairdresser? Um, Sebring, Jay Sebring's house. Yeah. And in the in the TV, the power went out. And then they were like, oh, what's happening? And you know, and they went off somewhere else. But then, and they called someone to look at it, but obviously the person didn't turn up for a couple of days. And when they did, they already were dead. But the power cable had been cut, like someone had cut it with, you know what I mean? So they were like, yeah. um, surmising that they were being staked out. So it was like a sort of ongoing thing. <clears throat> but the, the, the one the thing that they were saying is that that Tex Watson guy, like there's all these tapes from him basically confessing to what actually happened. But in the... Um, Cops have got them, but they won't release them. So I guess that. Well, what, what's the what consensus then with with the who I'm assuming are conspiracists? Because now we've we've just turned into a conspiracy podcast. But uh, like, what is the consensus? The consensus is that um, the, the American government sort of like influenced Manson and the Manson family to commit those murders, and that their their agenda was to instigate that race war. That you know. No, um, no, it was to it was to discredit it was to analyze or. Just to discredit the sort of hippie movement and the activist movement. Um, okay. But also, I, I think they were experimenting, you know what I mean? Um, mm. But you well, should read I, the book anyway, Chaos. It's, it's, it's Chaos. an incredible book. It's so interesting, you're talking about, um, you know, the Maxim murders potentially being a product of MKUltra and a bid to sort of neutralise, like, a potentially radical hippie culture or counterculture. Um, 
there's definitely like a, a quite a rich and intense and layered history of the American government sort of approaching culture and trying to, um, uh, yeah, like neutralize its radical potential before it, it, anything sort of happens. Like there's a writing school out in like Boulder um, in America that Owen literally went to and did like a poetry course or whatever for a couple of weeks. And it's major funder or founder was literally the CIA and it was in a bid to sort of like undermine beat culture and sort of like get it, get a lid on it just in case um, it, it did have the potential to kind of like establish a, a significant counterculture or whatever. Yeah. Oh, they went They went to any length to destroy the Black Panthers. Like yeah. Murder. <laughs> they murdered people yeah. to, to stop the Panthers and infiltrated them uh, the the case Tupac the case around Tupac's mother is super interesting that they go into in um in the latest Adam Curtis film where two guys ah uh, it's amazing oh it's awful but so they had two guys infiltrate the Panthers in New York where uh, Afeni Shakur was a member um and they were constantly trying to get that cell they're like hey should we blow this shit up and they were like oh we want to like focus on education and health and blah, 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 and these two instigators mm. kept trying to get them co- to commit capital crimes. And then um, they ended up busting them all, taking them to court, and Afeni Shakur represented herself and cross-examined these guys on, oh, the, on the stand. Yeah. yeah. And, and she got got herself off because these guys who had been part of the Panthers whilst being CIA operatives or FBI operatives, I forget which one, but they felt awful about what they'd done because they'd actually been inside and seen what they were trying to do for their community. Um, yeah. And she kind of just killed them on the stand. Fuck yeah. Mm. That's so circling awesome. back to another good podcast about that sort of shit is this one called Bed of Lies and it's set in the UK and it's about like undercover cops like infiltrating like activist movements in the UK Ooh. and like how oh, these like officers... That. Like, they, like, full-on get in relationships with these women to, like, get in the scene and just fucked. But it's just, like, a whole nother... And, like, that at first, like, they're saying they're, like, these rogue um, rogue officers that, like, went off their task, blah, blah. But then it ended up there was this actual, like, manual telling them to, like, get in relationships, like, proper relationships with people to properly infiltrate and have influence and all of this shit. And it's, yeah, it's so, so fucked. fucked. Yeah. Also, yeah. what kind of fucking sociopath commits to that sort of job? That that sort of. I know, wanted? and because like they had one of the rules was that the um, the cops who did it, they had to have a family, like they had to have a wife and kids at home, so that they didn't get properly drawn into the movement. So like that, but like how fucked is that? They're like they living these dual lives, yeah, and like fucking other people, and like yeah, so cooked. Many yeah. many years ago, I had a conversation with a person who was employed by oil and gas to go undercover in this uh, Wellington uh, environmental activist group and infiltrate them and report information back to whoever had hired them at oil and gas. Um, and they went down and began to do it. And I guess, you know, like, they spray how someone gets drawn in, but they didn't give a fuck about that cause, but they went down and met the people, and met, like, people mm. who were passionate about something and had a common goal, and, like, they were like, oh, no, I don't want to fucking, like, snitch on these people. They're yeah. Well-intentioned and nice, <laughs> and, yeah. That's fucking Maybe cool. That's sort of, like, 
mythology of I have my suspicions that that's actually what Dan's been doing this whole time. Yeah, I was just about to say, one of you, one of you are the fucking... He's calling up the handle like, look, man, I've been doing this fucking shitty podcast for seven years, man. When are you going to pull me out? It's like, no, we're getting some good intel here, Dan. You you stay in there. (laughs) (laughs) You're a top operative. That's what the fucking acid in the fucking virtual reality was for. Is mind, con- you know, is training, training the mind, <laughs> steel trap. Has Has anyone watched Q into the Storm, the doco that's just been coming out recently? No, no what's it about Q into the Storm? Ah, oh, so about the Q and on conspiracy. But I reckon oh, we should get more into that. Yeah, remember re- or remember the jinx and the ending of the jinx. Yeah, and that guy kind of like, he figures he has his mind home and he goes to the bathroom yeah. and he's like, yeah. oh, I did it, I did it. Like, yeah. he's confessing to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Q Into the Storm has a, not as dramatic and exciting, but it has a similar ending where you're pretty sure you know who Q is. It's True. Pretty, I'll better watch it. It's pretty hey, you know something I watched recently that's really good? Is um, zero, zero, zero. Have any of you seen it? No, what is it? No. It's a fucking one of the best TV shows I've seen in years. It's um, it's an eight-part miniseries. It's set between like Mexico, Italy, and the States, and oh, in Africa as well. And it's sort of like about the cocaine trade and these different groups trying to import. It's basically one shipment of cocaine. Oh, that sounds um, like fun. But like it, Mogwai did a soundtrack. It's just really beautifully shot, and it's kind of like, and there's parts in it where you're like, oh, that's a bit over the top, and then you look it up, and it's actually true, like. Like this bit cool. where the special forces, um, Mexican special forces group go rogue and join the cartels and, uh, you know, looked it up and it actually happened. Damn. But cool. yeah, listeners and podcasters, you should watch it. It's fucking good. Last night I came home, my flat started that We Are Who We Are. And it's like, have you seen that advertised or have you, has anyone seen it? It's like, um, it's just about these American kids in, a, in, a, in an army base in Italy. The whole time I was watching, I was like, oh, this is really, like, beautiful. And then it turns out the whole... It's like Luca Wadonino's show, that guy who did um, A Bigger Splash and Call Me By Your Name, which totally makes sense now with the Italian We are who we are. Yeah, yeah. So Luca Wadonino just did a show. I didn't even realize. And I think it's HBO. I'm pretty sure it's HBO. There's just too much fucking content at the moment. It's like I would have to take two years of my life off to catch up. Do you know what I mean? There's too much shit, though. Too much too and much. not enough as well. It's too much enough. That's why the 000 one was really good because it was good. And I was like, oh, this is actually good. Yeah. I'm not just watching this to be like, mm-hmm. nah, I suppose it's all right. I resent the way we're expected to consume media at the moment is to literally take six to eight hour like sittings. It's kind of mm. like, it feels quite, it feels fucked to me. It feels kind of like, I don't know. There's something I can't articulate it just yet, but there's something really ideologically yuck about it. Do you know what I do? You know what I mean? Like I'm into just like not leave my house. I know obviously most of the world's in a lockdown right now, but you know, <laughs> locked, lockdown aside. But it, Sam isn't. He's going to barbecues. <laughs> I'm going to fucking barbecues. <laughs> Level four, be damned. Going to barbecue. Um, <laughs> lockdowns aside, I just feel like you know there is this underlying message that you sh- definitely should like take six to eight hours to sit down and watch television that it's like totally socially sequel to watch that much television well and it's like not exciting anymore like i hate like that's what i hate like you used to like so look forward to watching like an episode of a show that you liked or like a something coming on tv but because like we have access to it constantly it becomes like it's just like too much 
Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, I don't, it's not even something that I singularly look forward to now because it is constant. So it's just this sort of like steady drip that's like parallel to my life. <laughs> it's bizarre. It's fucking bizarre. What's, I think it, what's I just, the show you like, Alias? Uh, I do like Alias. But actually, I'm in halfway through season three and it's just lost the plot. It's just turned to shit all of a sudden. And I had been reading reviews and people have told me that. They were like, watch out for season three. It's where it, where it starts fucking out. And yeah, it's like fucking out. So I, I can't even be bothered finishing it. I personally don't need to be told twice that I should sit down for six to eight hours on my bed. Um, <laughs> pretty pretty keen on that. But yeah, in terms of like looking forward to shit, the, the last season of Game of Thrones was like, Something. Really? Yeah, it really fucking <laughs> was a real letdown. But Louis and I, we were like, on the day it would come out, because we'd, we'd cook some Victorian-ass food, like a stew or something. It was cool. It was cold. And then one day we were actually like in a shop trying to find kazoos, so we could do the theme song all day with kazoos, and we'd like, we'd look up like a million different versions of the theme music, like um, goats doing the theme music to... <laughs> to Game of Thrones and um, I guess we're, we're just making it as fun as we possibly could but it's the last time I got excited about anything in life really oh my god that's tragic you've lost the will to live Dom has technically given up on finding a romantic partner Chili's it Chili's the, the full stop on, on Dom's romantic feelings <laughs> it was heavily implied Dom heavily implied yeah. I, just, I just love my dog no, that's fair. Your dog's beautiful. Well, you should watch Zero Zero Zero, and I'm, I don't want to sick of having to say that over and over again. It's really hard to say, but it, it'll um, bring you back your um, joy de ver. Is that how you yeah. say it? Sound joy de ver. I normally say joy de ver. Joy de ver. That's it. Joy de ver. What do you mean you didn't? mean you didn't learn French when you wore that bucket hat, Dom? Who was that gentleman that you're standing with in that picture of you in the bucket hat, Dom? Who was that? This Tiwah. So who's that? It's one of my oldest friends. We've known each other since we're 10-ish. Is he still that hot or, or is Tom yeah, taking he's, 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 he's still He's still real beautiful, but now like yeah. six, sexy dad energy. Fuck yes. Oh my God, Tim. Yeah. Awesome. He's, he's a handsome he, man. He got, he's he's, to... I shouldn't talk too much about his personal life because he's very private. But yeah. he's got two beautiful sons and like every day on Instagram on a story, I guess if he puts on there, it's not private. But he's like out with them every single day, like looking for insects or lizards or <laughs> riding bikes and stuff. It's so beautiful, man. That's so cute. Um, yeah, it's really uh, lovely. Just love heteronormativity. It's so chill. <laughs> <laughs> love it so much, you guys. Bro, it's, very uh, chill. it's a very chill vibe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I honestly, I think I'm too psychotic for that sort of like domestic existence. I just feel like... If I'm sitting sitting down for longer than like thirty or forty minutes, I feel like I'm about to spontaneously combust. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't. But <laughs> yeah, no. I <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to sit down for forty. It minutes must have been weird time. when you and Todd lived together, Sam, and you had opposite energies. And that generally that tends to work. The last yeah. thing I want us to be living living in a flat where everyone's like you. My God, we're that ships. would trigger the most apocalyptic self loathing. I think we're like ships passing in the night, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, do you know what I'm excited to watch? Is that 
Eric Andre's bad trip because it's just kind of oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> someone sat me down and showed me that gorilla scene today where he's oh, getting so- sodomized by the gorilla. <laughs> Fuck, I fucking love Eric Andre, man. He's yeah, me too. so ridiculous, so so ridiculous. That, that one where he's getting chased by that cop and through that sh- that store, and then they just start making out. Yeah, and in the shop yeah. like, ah! man. Him, him, and um, Hannibal was such a good comedic pairing. Oh, yeah, I love Hannibal because they're Fuck so that. so different. And then together, oh my god! When Hannibal did the, the roast of um, the roast of Justin Bieber, and he, like all, all Hannibal says is he gets up there, he's like, oh, oh, yeah. man, your music's bad. It's really bad, and yeah. that's it." He's just like, <laughs> I, I, he's like, "I really don't like it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! What roast is it? And Courtney Love is there, and she is so drunk she like ruins it. It's a Justin Bieber roast. It is a Justin Bieber. Like, fuck, it's so good. I love Courtney Love. Why would you trash. put yourself in a position to be roasted? It just seems. Yeah, I certainly don't have the self-esteem for it. My God, it's such a weird American cultural thing. Don't you reckon? It is. It is. Well, America's weird. Period. Do you, do well, you guys knowing like the appropriate way to react. Like, is what is weird? Because it's like, what do you I mean, do? I wouldn't mind doing the roasting, but fuck being on the other end of it. Yeah, I, I roasted rude. myself today by posting the picture with Savage on my story. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Uh, yeah, are you all right? Should, do we need to check in? Like, how are you doing, Todd? Yeah. You okay? Can you get uh, that lip ring again? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, it's funny you mentioned that because one woman commented that the lip ring was hot, and I was like, ah... <laughs> Was she from the Taranaki? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> yeah. Where where was she from? Somewhere provincial. <laughs> oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, man, love it. Well, you know, I used to like absolutely froth for like that kind of like absolute scuxy boy <laughs> boy race survive, like full scucks. I used to love that scux uh, shit. Oh my god. Yeah, skater boys were like the yeah. A- Meet you at the absolute- stock cars. Woo. Yeah, or like fuck me under the ramp sort of vibe. Like, I used to love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> or like just put me on my back on the on the skateboard and then just like guide me back and like roll me, roll me on it. You know what I mean? Right? You want the visual? You want the visual? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got like my legs in the air. I'm like a beetle on its back. I can't get up. I'm just on the floor. <laughs> that um, that um, porno has already been made, eh? Surely. Yes, I know it has. That, uh. There's that guy, Bosin, the German guy. He's got like a massively tattered chest and like literally a nine-inch cock. It's amazing. That'd be a um, big seller if we'd got to that first. We could have got out the podcast game. You hear that, Dan? <laughs> I'm listening. Dan just with oh. some Dan just with some headphones on, listening to the fucking noises up real loud. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in the massive room. Yeah. Ch- chili, fucking chili, just nipping at nine-inch cocks and. People's oh. buttholes. Nipping at nine inch cocks. <laughs> the dream, am I right, ladies? My God. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if the Patreon gets juicy enough, then what we could expand and start making other content. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so let's yeah, stay open. Stay open. Ethical <laughs> pornography. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, yeah. everyone should sign up to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you have to look forward to. <laughs> Help us be New Zealand's premier porn production. Yeah, Chili, Chili really doesn't like it if, when 
I have people sex. Fuck. He just gets on the bed and starts <laughs> running around going crazy. But then if I put him outside really? the room, he starts like screaming and throwing himself on the door. So, so. What does he think's happening? I can't tell if he's getting horny or jealous. Mm. Both. Uh, yeah, both. A bit of both, maybe. <laughs> I, had a, I had a girlfriend back in the day who had this huge dog and she wouldn't like put it out the room and we'd be having sex and I'd like feel it behind me and I'd jump up on the bed and just stand there like over me. So I'd like turn my head around and its, its head would be right there. I'd be like, can you please put the dog outside? And she'd be like, no, yeah. I can't remember what the reason why. Maybe... Oh, yeah. I think she was into it. I think she liked the dog watching. That's what just occurred to me. And I don't, yeah. I really don't think so because she seems pretty normal. But um, Fuck, Maybe that's what people are saying about me in what's Chile. What's normal, though? What's <laughs> yes. normal? They are, people are saying that about you in Chile. Oh. <laughs> I'm fucking saying it to anyone. <laughs> to anyone, no. that'll, anyone that'll listen. Hey, do you know, maybe I'll make it part of the play. Have you seen that documentary? And I don't know what it's called, but Owen, when I first met him, was he would like it came up a lot in conversation. It was almost like every time he'd, he'd get drunk, he'd recommend this documentary. And it's about uh, people losing their virginity to household pets as Zoo? children. Is it called Zoo? Maybe. I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. But um, Owen vividly remembers watching this documentary as a kid, and there's this one scene where this woman's re- like talking about how she lost her virginity to the family dog by the pool. <sighs> Yes. Are we going to have to put a bestiality trigger warning on this episode now? Is that <laughs> maybe? Um, well, you've upset Dan. Look, <laughs> <laughs> he's just eating his way out of this fucking screen. But it's like it's, it's a full thing. Like, um, uh, darkness. People losing their virginity to their fa- their household pets. I've got a good story about this, but I can't really tell on the podcast. But remind me when we finish recording, and I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you? Can you and make it anonymous? Can you anonymize the characters? I can, but there's some, yeah, you know. I think. You oh my be, god! You might want to be careful with this sort of stuff, eh? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to fucking ruin someone's life. But anyway, I got a funny story after we finish recording. Yeah, I can't wait. You're killing me. <laughs> You're absolutely <laughs> killing me. Fucking <laughs> You're killing me. Oh <laughs> we only got we only got ten minutes to go. Um, yeah. Oh God! <laughs> fill it up, fill it up. Come on, shut up. Fucking hell! Oh, I never had a household dog. We had a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing happened. Nothing happened. Good, good thing a, a, a cat person probably pretty trustworthy. Yeah, I'm a cat person. I like how they sort of just look after themselves. Yeah. Our dogs are smelly and codependent, like children. Like fucking hell. Mm. Yeah. No. You can't trust cats. I, I, but that's relatable. And what, what <laughs> sense? That's relatable. Cats are, you know, they're complicated. I think that's very relatable. Dogs aren't complicated. They're like, mm. they're so basic. Dogs are basics. Yeah, basics. And that maybe not chili. I don't know chili, so maybe chili's like you know an exception to the rule. But you prefer you bit chili though, haven't you? Yeah, but I don't know chili. I don't know what chili's like to live with. You know, chili might have. I just told you what he's like to live with. (laughs) Did you? (laughs) He's horny and jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sort of like a bit of an abusive relationship. Dog's lack of complexity renders them untrustworthy. You're a dog person, aren't you, Kaya? Yeah, I love dogs. Yeah, Yeah, back me up here. Because Dan's a fucking cat person. He's keeping quiet, but he's... A cat person. I own a cat. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly. You're you a cat. You don't even a cat by default, though. Wasn't Dan. <laughs> Dan hates his cat. No, I definitely rate <laughs> dogs <laughs> over cats. Uh, well, well, you can't take a cat for a walk. Cats. I don't want to take a cat for a walk or a dog. <laughs> When I was living with my sister and we had um, her, her son with us, the two-year-old nephew, my two-year-old nephew, um, and two-year-old suck, which I quickly found out living with, with a two-year-old. Like, they're just awful. They're the worst. And, like, we also had a cat. And um, there was, like, a spray bottle that we used for the cat when it got up onto the onto the kitchen table. So, obviously, it wasn't allowed there. And I started using the spray bottle. the two-year-old? It's just water. I started using the spray bottle. One of my nephews started misbehaving. I was like, no, shh. No, get down on it. And like, <laughs> I would always generally wait until my sister was out of the room. And then one time she called me, she was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I was like, no, Emily, it's just water and it works. And anyway, <laughs> anyway, a couple of weeks later, I came into the house and I saw her doing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think it was just the one. So she was like, no, this is terrible. You established a terrible precedent. No. Oh, <laughs> did, but, did it, but it did work. It did work, yeah. But did it make the it, cat act behave worse eventually? Um, no, it was, it was great on the cat and the two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what we could do with the patron money. We could go up north and get all those feral dogs and then domesticate them in Dan's <laughs> <Right> house. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Dan, open up. We've got 15 feral dogs. <laughs> and make a good podcast special. <laughs> I'll, actually, I'll come, I'll come up north with you, though, if you like, because the last time I used Grinder in North, and it was, like, amazing. Not yeah, where we're catching dogs. You don't have time for those rooting. Not where, Dom, can, not where Dom's going. If you go in Donnelly's Crossing, it'll be the guy with the pig guts and the rattlers. Or... <laughs> that actually sounds lit, you know. That sounds... <laughs> okay, what is you're this so, thing of farm so anyway? I feel like if I got into, like, a, a, like a Hills Have Eyes, Texas Chainsaw Massacre type scenario... I would literally be fucking my way out of there, and I would just. I'm really down for anything. I've decided. Yeah, yeah I would totally survive. Way. You'd all get slaughtered, but because I, I'd be offering my services, you know, <laughs> like oh, we'll get this one on. We'd just be in perilous situation after situation, and Sam's horniness would keep saving him because he'd be like, oh, "I'm actually quite comfortable." Yeah, <laughs> I, actually well, I love the stable. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm far more horny than I am allarmed or scared. <laughs> you mean in general? Or, Dan would just be waiting in his Uber car with the headphones on. <laughs> oh man, I hope they make it out of there alive. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be hoping we don't. So Big seat for shit. the feral dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be we'll be national heroes if we fucking domesticate these feral dogs. Yeah, and straight yeah. right after they we never to close down a campground. Right after we fix the water down in Dunedin. <laughs> oh man. Oh, yeah. How, what's happening we with that? People still getting lead poisoning? <laughs> no, yeah, but we haven't done anything. Water. We haven't we haven't gone down there yet, so they're just waiting for us. <laughs> um, it's gonna be a lot, mini mini Chernobyl. They had a fucking. They had the. There was everyone was waiting at the band rotunda for us to turn up because we told them we we're coming down and we didn't turn up. Gosh. Uh, we, would no. letting, we would have been letting people down lately. This has been I'll, I'll Aaron Brockovich the shit out of there, honestly. This has been a substantive uh, episode. Should we, should we cut it off so Dom can tell us the... Um... Oh, yeah, about the horny yes. dog story. Hey, yeah, yeah. Right. Don't, don't hey. worry, listeners. I'm going to make some notes next week. This was a bit... Hey, I had some notes. 
This is a bit, oh, did you use any of them? Yeah, but the Packerfield dogs. I literally read a quote off RNZ of the time that, code and everything. We're journalists. We're journalists. Is, we're journalists, guys. Uh, come back next week, though, where we've had a full week again to um, gather some shit together. <laughs>